Hey guys, welcome to the uh, Bandit Keep podcast. Uh, in this season, I'm taking the original Dungeons and Dragons rules combined with the chainmail combat system uh, to kind of create my own version of the game, if you will. So uh, we've been going through each kind of section of the combat, and I'm now doing some playtesting, and I'm going to talk a little bit about what I've been up to, but first I've got a few voice messages. Hey Daniel, Jason here. Just want to say I really enjoyed your the play test, the combat you did for your chainmail pack. I think it sounded really good. Really enjoyed the different modes. Uh, thank you for including everything in that. Uh, obviously, I'm driving in the car, so sorry about the background noise. Um, yeah, it was really good, especially there at the end. I don't know if you remember, but the with the Beckme books, you know, the Mensa Basic, the next set of Basic after your beloved BX. In the companion set, I think it was a companion set, on the cover, it was like a light blue, I think, or teal. Anyway, there was a fighter on, on there facing off maybe against a dragon, and he had a really long two-handed sword that was glowing blue. That That's the image I had in my head there when you were describing his fantasy combat against the giant. Giant, you know, when she took the giant out. But, yeah, great, great play test. Thank you for doing that. So that was Jason from uh, Nerds RPG Variety Cast. We've got a few messages from him here. But uh, yeah, Jason, for this first one, that makes me feel really good when you say that. Uh, that's the idea, I think, in my head of this narrative combat is that we'll just, you get these images that are, that kind of remove you from the dice. And uh, yeah, I think we both really enjoyed it and we were getting that kind of image as well. So thanks. Hey, Jason here. Just want to say, enjoyed your latest episode on man-to-man combat. I... I, I know I told you I was going to be digging into all this stuff. I got caught up. I have two, two weeks of vacation that I'd taken here at the end of the month. One week is already gone. I, you know, time flies, right? But hopefully next week I'll get to sit down with the books and start looking at some of this. I, I really hope I do. Uh, again, I'm driving in the rain. Sorry about the audio quality. Uh, but very interesting. I do hope that, you, you know, you release your notes at some point. And your, you know, your thoughts in a, you know, written format doesn't have to be anything fancy, but but I'd love to, to see those, and I'll definitely share what I come up with once I get it figured out in my head. So, yeah, like I say, really enjoy things, and I will talk to you later. So yes, my plan is once I get this all put together, um, I just need to make sure I can credit all the right people. I will make some kind of a PDF um, and put it out there for everybody because. I would not be able to do or even inspired to do the things I'm doing with the system if it wasn't for the people that, it looks like many of them, like about 10 years ago, sat down and did this themselves. Uh, I'm just kind of working on uh, my version of what they already did, which I think is really what a lot of this kind of uh, DIY RPG and OSR stuff has become. A lot of people just looking at what others have done, finding inspiration, and even making it their own. So I will definitely release it as, as some kind of a PDF. Okay, so what the heck have I been doing with these OD&D and chainmail rules? Don't worry, guys, I didn't completely abandon them. Um, actually, what I have been doing is I decided that before I do any more of the fine-tuning, I wanted to do a bit more playtesting. Um, the playtest that I put here as an actual play uh, went really well. I really enjoyed it. Nikki really enjoyed it. We were totally into it, and I thought, well, the next step really is to bring a group. And because this is how I like to roll, I said, I'm not going to 
like individually play with a bunch of people and then put them together so everybody knows the rules. I'm gonna take people who have never tried this before. I'll give them the document, even though it's pretty rough, a couple days in advance, but I'll, I'll count on just me explaining it as we play. Because I know that with most games, like most OSR games especially, I often tell people when, when they tell me, oh, I've never played it, I say, don't worry about it. Just show up and I'll kind of explain it as we go because that's the beauty of OSR. So, of course, I don't want to be playing original Dungeons & Dragons and then it'd be so complicated, you know, that I can't just teach it to people on the fly. So, in order to uh, involve all the different types of combat, I made an adventure, a short adventure, uh, with uh, five players and they were sixth level. So this was quite a thing, right? I mean, taking six-level adventurers, which are, you know, in any system, really, if you take somebody who's never played before and give them a high-level adventurer, it's going to be a little trickier. Um, and I put them forth. So it went pretty well, I think. Uh, I set up the adventure kind of like the one I did with Nikki, where I involved all the different types of combat, although the party was super clever and avoided three of the combats I had planned. Um, so we didn't get to do man-to-man. But we did use the troop system or the standard system, and that went okay, I think. Uh, you know, people, that was the first thing we, first combat we had, so they were role-playing, 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 and then it was like, okay, stop combat. And nobody had tried it before, so um, it worked out okay, although I did find, and I think maybe this is uh, more on my end than theirs, nobody really mentioned it after, was that what I put against them in this case, because of their levels, actually couldn't hurt them. So it was one of those situations where it was more flavor than anything else, but it was a way to get them rolling dice, you know. Um, and we did it, and everything seemed fine. You know, they won, of course. Um, and then they proceeded on, and then there was another combat, but then they overcame that quickly with a spell, which I knew would happen, which is why when I was doing the other play tests, I didn't do any magic users. Um, so at that point, uh, finally they came to the end boss, you know, as it would be in fantasy combat. And here's where I think I dropped the ball. We only had a little bit of time, really, to, to, to play. Like, we were on a pretty tight schedule. And I didn't emphasize how much that combat should be narrative. And even from my end, I feel like I dropped the ball a little bit as a DM. I didn't narrate enough what the enemy was doing. Like I said, explain anything you want. It doesn't really matter, just as long as it goes with your dice roll. But what ended up happening with five players not knowing the system, having a short amount of time, it did devolve mostly into, I roll the dice, oh, I missed. I roll the dice, oh, I hit. And... That's less than satisfying. In fact, that is very unsatisfying in a sense with this system because especially if you're not super high level, you're going to miss a lot. <laughs> so really it's going to be that deal where it's like your turn, you roll, you miss. The good thing about it versus, let's say, a more complex system, of course, is that you know we went through the five players and the, the, the creature in like a minute around. I mean, it was super fast. So it still had that going for it. Um, I wish we had really narrated it better, and I realized after the fact that, and this is what I'm going to do in the next time I do it, is my new plan for fantasy combat, and I think this is going to work better, is I'm going to have all the players just roll their dice up front. You know, they'll know the number, of course, they need to hit, but I won't ask them what they got to say. Everybody roll your dice. You know if you hit or not. When it comes to your turn, just narrate what happens based on whether or not you hit or not. And hopefully that will get people a little bit more um, into the narrative part of it. So I did feel like that part was a little bit lacking. Um, but I also felt like maybe I was dumping too much on them at once. So what I did over this weekend was I decided to do another play test, but I only used the troop system. I just set the whole thing up, even though there was actually a creature at the end that was high enough hit dice that could be fought on the fantasy combat, you know, if the players were high enough level, um, which they weren't. I made them second level for the most part. And... Uh, 
we ran through that. And I think because the system was simple, you know, and it wasn't a lot of systems they were trying to learn at once, it went really smoothly. Uh, it seemed like most of the players, once again, it was all new players except for uh, Nikki, who's been in all of them. Thanks, Nikki. <laughs> She's my, my, my key play tester for this. But uh, this, this was a different group. So, again, none of these people had tried the system before. Um, they, they were able to understand it pretty quickly. Um, and the troop system went really well. Again, because they were low level, which I was curious about, uh, it was a little bit more brutal, and, and we did lose PCs. But I gave them, um, you know, henchmen and stuff, and they were able to operate. Each, each player had like three or four henchmen, and it was pretty exciting. We did a big group combat with like 30 kobolds, um, and then there was like a final, again, like a final combat, which like a high-level, high-hit dice creature, um, which it seemed like everybody really enjoyed. So I, I do think the system is good, and I think you could get away with just using a troop combat. Um, I really want to involve more types, though. Um, so next time, my, my next test, I'm going to do troop, and I'm going to add one other type, probably fantasy. And then I'll, then finally, with a group that's tried both of those other systems, I'll add the third one. And I think that might just be the best way to ease somebody into this. So what does that mean, really, for just generally playing? I think if you're playing with a group that's never played before, and it's a one-shot, you might want to just keep with the simple combat. Either man-to-man, -man, depending on your situation, or troop would probably be fine, but I would stick to just one of those two. I don't think only doing fantasy combat is really feasible unless you're doing really high-level stuff. And then I don't know, you know, again, I'm not sure exactly how that would play out. You'd have to have very, very uh, narrative-type players that were really into that almost story game level if you're only going to have the fantasy combat. So, But I do think that troop by itself works really easily. And I think, obviously, man-to-man -man by itself would also work really easily. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, and I also think you could combine these things. Like, we were talking about it after, and the reality is is that if you like the original D&D &D system, the, you know, the roll of 20 die die system, you could use that for, like, your important combats, if you will, and use the troop combat for, like, larger-scale battles. Because, for sure, you know, 15 uh, or however many uh, PC, you know, 5 PCs, but plus their henchmen, uh, fighting 30 kobolds in the standard roll 1d20 on your turn would have been very, very long. And I believe that combat was maybe like 10 minutes max. I mean, 10 minutes explaining how the whole thing works because nobody had done it before. And running through a combat like that is just... Yeah, this is what I'm really liking about this system. So on a kind of a positive note, and we'll see this, I'll probably talk about this here, uh, a few of the people really want to do like a large-scale mass combat. So we might just do that uh, using just the troop combat in the future. And I'm going to do a few other playtests, and I'll come back here, and I'm going to talk about some of the things I'm doing to modify magic users and a few other, like, things I've changed. So look for that in upcoming uh, episodes. Yes, that's the word. I lost that word. Uh, episodes. And uh, thanks for listening, guys.